0: joining me this is your host of just put it out there live talk calling radio show kim mcclish just put it out there features guests who will talk about the taboos of personal hurt pain and shame that may be holding you back don't give satan a foothold just put it out there i dare you to listen okay welcome Welcome to another taping of Just Put It Out There. I do apologize for the delay. <laughs> My mind, it's been a crazy week, but nevertheless, the weekend's here. It's time to woosa. So, welcome to Just Put It Out There. I am your host, Kim McLish and uh, it's Friday. The weekend's here. It is a holiday weekend that we are about to embark on, and it's a hot holiday weekend. So before I get into that, just want to do my little um, PSA for the evening. Please check on our elders. This weather, from what we've been hearing on the news here in our neck of the woods, is very deadly to elderly uh, children and pets. It's going to be extremely hot. They're thinking it's going to be record-breaking hot. So please, please, please stop in and check on your elders. Make sure they have plenty of fluids, um, a fan. I know there's a program here in the mountains where they're giving away fans to those who may not have AC. So, But just check on them, please, and um, make sure that they are comfortable. Um, make sure they have plenty of, of fluids as I said and just keep them in your prayers so and people with pets please don't don't leave your pets in the car please that that is not a, a good idea and also small children if you got to run in the store for two seconds take the kids with you please it I know it's a hassle but trust me it is it, just take the kids with you. Or leave them at home with a responsible adult but just be mindful of this heat that is coming through and we would like to extend our prayers to those in the Midwest that are dealing with tornadoes flooding um, the opposite of what we are doing what we're experiencing here in the mountains I just saw the news that Kansas is Pretty much certain certain parts of Kansas is pretty much um, flooded and they have had tornado after tornado hit the area. So please keep the people in Kansas in your prayer. Also in Texas as well and out in the Midwest. Well, in, in that whole corridor that we hear about every summer. So just please be mindful and, and pray for those. And I would also like to give a thank you to all of our military family uh, for your services. Memorial Day is a day of remembrance of our military and I would like to give a special shout out to my husband who is a vet and uh, thank him for his services as I do all the time, because he keeps my house clean, so his services, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> he has served the country, and he has done a wonderful job, and I just thank him for that. Um, and I believe Mr. Gregory as well. Thank you, Mr. Gregory. And if you are listening and you are a vet, thank you for your services. Um, and just know that you are truly appreciated. Okay, uh, as I always do Friday nights, house cleaning the show has been sponsored by WK media services we have been blessed with doing a lot of ministry work with a lot of different ministers uh, churches uh, preachers teachers and it, it has truly blessed us both in the realm of getting to know the body of Christ and how some of us think differently but we all believe the same That God is in control, Jesus is the Son, and no man shall get to the Father without the Son. So I just want to thank all those that are listening that are a part of our WKM Media Service family. Say thank you and just know that we will continue to do all we can do to get your message out to the world through the World Wide Web. And if you are listening and you would like to get a website or if you're a minister and you would like to get your message out on the World Wide Web, give WKM Media Services a call at 828-490-1604. That's 828-490-1604. Or you can check out the website at www.wkmmediaservices.com. That's www.wkmmediaservices.com. Now I want to give a shout out to all of our May babies. If you are, if you have a birthday in the month of May and it's today, happy birthday. If it was last week or 23 days ago, happy belated birthday. And it's coming up here shortly. Happy early early birthday. So, um... I think that covers all of the housekeeping, and I just also would like to, just came across my page, um, and y'all don't act like y'all don't know who she is, because I always say we all had a BC life before Christ entered into our lives. Um, The legendary singer Donna Summers died today, 63 years old, and um, y'all know she worked hard for the money. And she put some hits out there and we all have at one point or other whether you want to admit to or not dance to her tunes Um, well I'm gonna talk about me I know I have so I'm just gonna say a legendary has died and I thank her for all that she has contributed to my life as far as music because I love disco don't ask me why I was born after the era, but it just seemed like I was born too late. <laughs> I should have been born in disco era. But anyway, she has passed, and our condolences to her family. Okay. As you guys know, the last Friday of the month, as you may not Realize yes, this is the last Friday of May. We are embarking on June here pretty soon. But on the last Friday of the month, we have the Bentons. And if you have not heard of the Bentons, he just put it out there uh, you have missed a treat. But one good thing about technology. Not only can you go back and listen to some of the old podcasts with the Bentons, but you can also check out their podcasts um, on their website, which is managed by WKM Media Services. And they are doing quite a good job, I will add. But uh, we have the Bentons on there. Mr. and Mrs. Benton, Gerald, and Yvette that comes on Friday gives us a word. They are... A married couple that has taken the reins of, we are going to take back our marriage and we're going to show people, tell people, whatever it is we got to do, that their marriage is not over, despite of their marriage is not over. So, if you would, listening audience, help me welcome Mr. Gerald and miss yvette benton to the show welcome the bentons hello 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 all right thank you both for joining me tonight i as always it's truly a blessing to have you guys on um i don't know i don't know Why I I get nervous (laughs) when I have you guys on. Yes, I do know. Because I know y'all are going to slap me upside my head a few times. uh, (laughs) Because that's what y'all do. Y'all just put it out there. Y'all transparent and you don't hold back. So that's why I get nervous. But um, I I, I look forward to it. And there's so many times that I, I get off the air... On, on the fourth Friday of the month, and I just say, You know, Lord, it's good to have them at the end of the month because I don't know if I can have them the first Friday and then make it through the rest of the month. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> they, they put it out, I'm telling you, when they speak, they speak truth, and when they smack you, the glove is off, but it's a real light touch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, tonight is no different. They are going to share with us uh, some words of encouragement to our graduating class of 2019. Uh, they did a podcast. Uh, I, I don't know if it was the last, the last two sessions. I'm um, talking about. Uh, but you know what? Let me just do this before I misspeak. Besides speaking to the graduates of two thousand nineteen, the graduating class, I should say, of two thousand nineteen, uh, Yvette, could you tell us the podcast that you t- you you guys spoke on regarding just plowing through life, just continuing to stay focused?
1: Oh, on our Facebook page, we often not only do live by broadcasts, but we share some of our memories from the previous year. We love that Facebook sends those memories of things that happened last year. And so because we've got a lot of people that follow the ministry now that didn't follow the ministry a year ago, a lot of these gym workouts, as we call them, they are new to a lot of our new followers. So we we read, um we, what do we just kind of sent it back out or reposted uh, don't get weary don't get weary the concept is not getting weary and well doing we want to do what God tells us to do and a lot of times that's very hard but we want to encourage everyone not to get weary and well doing
0: hmm and that's why I, I felt that message in um talking to the graduating class of two thousand nineteen because, you know, I know I've have a few people on my timeline, family as far as well as friends who have graduating seniors and I've had people on my timeline post that their sons or daughter they're not sure what they're gonna do, whether they're gonna take time off from college or just gonna write into college or they're gonna just try to start working. And They're getting discouraged um, because of the way the economic system is set up. And I I know the word says we are to be in the world but not up this world. But at the same time, when you're trying to find work and it's not there, you have to just come to realization, you know, something's got to change. So the message of do not. Become weary or get weary, I think, is important because even as parents, my son, if I can, I will share, is in the process of trying to become an actor and he's doing things, but in the interim, the work isn't there for him to continue to support himself. So it becomes daunting on both him as well as myself and my husband because, you know, we got to keep him afloat. And there there are responsibilities that he has that now are our responsibility. And it's like, okay, Lord, something got to break. And if hope it ain't me. So, But um, that message that I was sharing, I heard a part of it. Um, I didn't listen to the entire message that they posted. But it it did encourage me to know that despite of, we just got to, you know, stay the task. I mean, we just got to keep going and we need encouraging, encouragement, um, and we need to be encouraging to to our children and parents need encouraging as well. Um, So having said that with the like i said graduating class of 2019 coming up with with you know having to start their lives um it, it's it's like so what do you say what do you do <laughs> Do you say okay? Now you just got. You don't have to get up to go to school, but you got to get up and do something. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, that is a.
1: It's exciting time, but a very frightening time. All at all, you know, combined into one. I mean, whether it's high school and you're going off to college, or graduating from college and you're going into the work workforce, it is. Um, it's all into planning. But even in, with great planning, you know, you have risks, you have disappointments, but the Bible does tell us not to get weary in well-doing. And the same as with the marriage counseling that we do or the marriage broadcast that we do, a lot of times, even though we know we're in the will of God, it gets difficult. Mm. And that, that particular broadcast, my husband, um, well, Gerald, prayed specifically so that people would not get weary because we can kind of tell in the atmosphere there are just times of the year or times in in seasons that people are getting more weary and that's an assignment of the enemy so even in this graduation season it's kind of interesting because we're moving forward in and and being promoted but at the same time the enemy would have for us to be discouraged
0: hmm isn't that true and I can tell you right now the enemy is busy because like I said with a lot of the uh, especially like you said high schoolers who are now either trying to get into the workforce or even starting college um, it can be very daunting because now like I said when you were in high school you knew you had to get up at a certain time to catch the bus or your parents had to take you so there was this regimen there but now that you are quote-unquote a young adult the responsibility is now all yours i mean it's they pretty much have to pick up the reins of okay now i'm responsible for myself and the things i have to do and as a married couple, you you don't really think you're responsible for your spouse. But in a sense, we are spiritually responsible for one another. And in some case, even monetarily responsible for for our spouses. So I tell you, if you guys haven't heard the podcast, check it out. I mean, it like I said, I haven't heard the entire podcast, but what I did hear was very encouraging to me. Because it it just gave me the sense of knowing that I'm not alone. Um, there there are things that are happening outside of my control, but at the same time, it's under control. Not right. by me, of course, <laughs> but, but it's under control. So, um, now Gerald, I I did catch some of your 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 um speech when you're talking about being um i don't want to put words in your mouth but, but you we were you were speaking on just how you should let's see what i'm for how you should look at things in a sense of making sure that you are on god's timeline and not you're i'm paraphrasing and not your timeline
2: uh, is God's timing, is Kairos timing, um, just being just being in being in tune with what God wants you to do. Um, a lot of us we just um, just go by how we feel majority of the time, and then at the, and, or or not asking God really, what is it that you really want me to do? So we we spend our time our life literally wasting time being in a place where um, we really haven't asked God, is this where I need to be? And, you know, coming out of high school to to have a high school kid to um, ask that question or be willing to ask that question or be willing to actually ask it, get an answer, and actually do it um, is something that um, that we have to be praying for that our our youth, our our children, you know, that they make these uh, godly decisions. And so I pray that over my children um, daily, every morning, um, that they that their prayers and their their thoughts and their desires are lining up with God's desires and and His will for their lives. Hmm. It, it's being. Um, and and it goes for all of us to be in God's um, God's divine will and His divine timing for everything that, that that He has planned for us, because He says He has a plan for us, and He has a plan. He He has a plan for us in in His in the mother's womb.
0: And that is true. It's the the mere fact that He has a plan for all of us but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go back to a situation that i that i had to face when i got out of high school and it was one of those things where back then i didn't think i was college material so i did pursue college and i did attend Two days? No, just kidding. I think it was more than two days, but it it wasn't a long time. I didn't make a semester, put it that way, but I did attend. And I, and in, in my heart of hearts, I felt like, eh, I don't think this is for me. So I pursued something else where it was a trade, which I got became a licensed insurance agent and got my license, my life, health, home, auto, um, everything that I could possibly do, get. In order to be a successful agent, so I did that instead. But I tell you that journey of coming to the realization, because I I was sitting and, and watch a lot of my friends go to college and exceed in it and excel in it, and it was like, why Why did I not? So, and I say all that to just say to to someone who may be listening, uh, just getting out of high school, that. If if college is for you, you'll you know it right away. And if it isn't, you'll know that right away. And I don't want to discourage anyone from a, trying to attend college, but at the same time, I I literally had to say, "Okay, Lord." And I can remember having a conversation in my head, "What am I going to do?" You know, and and if it was going to be something where I could support myself and I didn't want to be um, a burden on my family, you know. Well, my mom and dad were like, "Well, you're gonna do something. I don't care if you got to get up and go walk the streets eight hours. You getting up out of here, <laughs> you know?" Because it was like, no, there's no sitting around doing nothing. But at the same time, you're like, well, "What do I do? What do I do?" And that, that, that—not um, really depression, but that disparaging feeling sets in. Is like. Oh, is something wrong with me? Why can't I exceed in college and do all these wonderful things that my friends are doing? And I, I wish I'd had a podcast like what you guys are putting out, but, you know, being just being steadfast and just trust in God and, and know that. Um, but at the same time, it was like, I knew I had to do something. So I guess what I'm saying in a sentence is, what do you tell a uh, uh a high school graduate that's not sure if college is their their direction without discouraging them from at least attempting to go to college right I I was a guidance counselor for many
1: years actually I started my career as a college counselor so a lot of people will attempt it and try it and I think that unless you really really know what you want in a trade or military because those are absolutely viable options in fact these days you can make just as much or sometimes in certain cases more money with a trade than with a college education and so it's no longer um you know a definite that when you graduate from college you make more money than some of the trade programs especially technology and service programs like, you know, plumbing and air condition servicing. There's a shortage sometimes in certain areas of people who do a good job in fixing appliances and things like that. So there are options and people really need to decide what makes them not just happy, because I think most people say would say happy would be not having to work at all for the most part, but what what gifts do you have? What talents do you have? And we would say, you know, you really seek God as to what gifts has He placed on the inside of you, and then use those gifts to your advantage.
3: Because hmm. so it's not
1: going a- to college for every single person. But I do like your 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 statement about if you can try it, even at um, local community college, technical colleges where you can try it less expensively and determine, is this for me? Give yourself that option. Because I know a lot of people um, coming from the community college, I know a lot of people that waited and then went to college at an older age when they were more responsible and and really appreciated the education.
0: Hmm. And, okay, and I, I receive that in a sense that, that makes sense. But I have... Believe it or not, two young ladies that I I talk with, um, and one of them would like to go out into the missions field, in lieu of college. Just graduated high school, and she she would like to go, uh, you know, to the missions field. Just go out around the world and help whomever through a church group or ministry or whatever, and. The mom is like, uh, no. Now, what do you say to a young lady or even a young man that decides, I I feel like this is what I want to do?
1: I mean, I think with any decision when you are young, especially right after high school, I used to deal with this a lot. If you are in a financial situation where you can take care of yourself then you have full autonomy to make the decision as to what you do however if you are not in that situation and someone else is paying for your livelihood your eating your lodging um you're going to ask them for money um they take care of you then they have some of the right to weigh in, for lack of any other terms, as to what you're going to do or try, because at that point, their, their financial, you know, money, their time, their efforts, money from their jobs, their savings, whatever, is, is being utilized. So I tell students who decide, I think I want to do this. I tell them if you want to do something that your parents are not in favor of you need to make sure it is something that will allow you to be independent because once you ask a parent to continue supporting you they need to be in favor of what you're doing that's just my personal opinion
0: hmm but here but here you have a child who's and I and I understand what you're saying because you know no matter what you do in life somebody has to foot the bill (laughs) bottom line but you have a child that is looking to do something that we know a lot of children and a lot of adults not just children but a lot of adults don't want to do and that's just give up the comforts of what they've come become accustomed to to go out into the missions field and and like i i mean i just had a candid conversation with mom was like you know what this may not be a bad idea in the sense that it'll show this young lady something other than what she's accustomed to seeing you know having everything at her fingertips and then having to go out in the missions field um but i think i don't believe it's to my opinion from what i've had the conversation with uh, and and i don't believe it's a lot of, of a money issue but i think in her in the mom's mind she's thinking that it Is she doing this because God is calling her to do this? Or because her friends are doing it? Right. And and that's another thing that we we have to think about too. As parents with our kids are making decisions. Are you doing it because that's what you feel God is leading you to do? Or is that what someone else wants you to do? So when you have, as a counselor, like you said, when you have kids express to you, I don't really think, I want to go to college. That's my mom and dad's thing. Right. I think people have to, you know, there are family
1: decisions. But if a a child doesn't want to go to college, I can tell you with a college counselor, they most likely won't do well in college. And so it it ends up being a waste of money either way. But I'm all about having some type of plan because unfortunately, when you don't have a plan and you try something that, causes you not to make money or not enough money to support yourself, then you're also saying that you're most likely going to live in my home as an adult. And we have way more of that than we've ever had in the history of our country is adult children living at home for various reasons, to help to help the parents or because they can't make it on their own because it's so expensive to live independently so it has to be it's a it's a very individualized decision but when someone's finances are are having to be used then they they get they get a say so i mean i think it's it's admirable to want to serve in the mission field but when you serve in the mission field, you have to, you know, as God is sending you to do something, we also have to take into consideration what are your responsibilities, because you really can't help someone else until ultimately you've helped yourself.
0: Hmm. Well, on that note, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, um, we're going to continue the conversation on just encouraging our young adults and giving them just, just trying to have a conversation and let them know that there are other options And also, that there are things they need to be mindful of when they think they're making a decision for themselves. So, we'll take our first break and we'll come back, we'll continue the conversation.
4: life gets hard, you start to cry. Now you can dry all those tears, that comes through feet, with his supply. <laughs>
3: of just like that.
0: second half of just put out there i uh, thank you for that song i hadn't heard that one that's pretty encouraging uplifting so um we were speaking to the bentons jared and benton here um fourth friday of the month and we just kind of talking about the graduating class and, and then they also were speaking on their podcast cast of encouraging uplifting and just being um just plowing forward through life and just know that you're you're not alone and there are some things that we can do as as Christians as believers to help us get to the point of understanding that life doesn't always work out the way we feel like it should but it's like Gerald said it's all of God timing it's all God's timing and we have to be mindful of that Um. Before you we went to break, Yvette was sharing, you know, about kids who were. Well, we were talking about children that graduating high school wanting to do something other than college and what are the options. And then there's the whole monetary issue of who's going to pay for whatever decision it is you decide whether you go to college or don't go to college and how that's going to plan out. And as Yvette said, she, she was a, co- a counselor, high a school counselor. Educator for a while and having to speak to a lot of children um over the years of, about the next step after high school um you know and sometimes we we get out of high school and we don't some of the kids don't know what that next step looks like i mean they've had it the path drawn out by their parents okay 12 years of school, four years of college, find you a good job, do whatever you got to do. But in their minds, I, they're thinking, okay, I'll get the 12 years of school, but I don't want to, that college whole, that whole college plan is not really my forte. And, you know, as Yvette said, there are other options out there. There are a lot of trades out there that, where you can make a good living, um, doing you know hvac or electrician or plumber or you know anything that requires a skill but even that kids aren't really sure if that's the route they want to take and we have to be as adult encouraging to them and let them know you know there's something for you Um, but in the interim, you have to do something until you find out what that is. And I, I struggle with that with my, my son, because, you know, he knew he wanted to be an actor when he was in middle school. And I'm like, that's fine. But in the, until that big paycheck or break comes, you got to (laughs) work, you know, mama can't take care of you. And by the grace of God, he's had opportunities to t- take care of himself but he's also gotten opportunities to to um, experience what he his desire is not to become an actor but at the same time it's like when it's a lull where there's no gigs it's like okay young man man emphasis on man you need to be out there doing something and the question I want to ask is: Do you think we push our kids to the point where they just feel like they got to go do something and they get stuck? We'll throw that at Gerald. Are we there? Did we lose the Benton? I think we did. I believe we, Mister yeah. and Missus Benton, did we lose? Can you guys? hear us? Okay, now we can.
2: Oh, uh, okay. I think as parents, we always want the best for our, chi- our children. And so we 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 want them to have, you know, we want to push them in a place that they have passion. And if that like you said your son is uh wanted to be an actor and he knew that in middle school, so that was going to be his passion. But we also know reality that we all have to provide for ourselves when we become adults. And so, yes, we push them um, to to reach their desires, but we also push them in reality if, if that is not going to um, uh, provide for you. In the meantime, you have to do something else. And then that to them may seem a little discouraging, because it's like acting is what I want to do. I don't want to do anything else but that. But reality says if you're not acting and you're not generating any money, what are you going to do? Mm. You can't you can't come back uh, well you you can't come back and ask me can you pay my mortgage or can you pay my rent? Can you pay all of my bills while I'm still acting and been doing it for, you know, you know, pushing that career or that desire for, you know, uh, some years and and not being able to provide for yourself, um, sometimes it becomes a, a, a crutch to the kid, uh, or to the child, if the parent is actually doing it, um, paying the rent, paying the bills, paying that, and then as they go along, and and things then they decide oh, I want to change and do something else because mm. times kids okay I, I thought I wanted to do this but now I want to do this and then now I want to do this and as parents we're like okay we you have to we have to pick something so you don't ever want to crush their dreams we don't want to be dream killers we want to be dream builders and mm. so we want to we want to help them to actually reach their dreams and their desires that that want that they wake up every morning and have a desire to want to go and do the thing the thing that that pushes them that drives them that that have they have a passion to do. And so we want to really help our kids find that place and then you know speak over it. Um you know spiritually as parents we can speak over their our children and speak over their the the their destiny and purpose that God reveals it to them, you know, early. That when they see it, they know that it will line up for them.
0: Hmm. Well, that is something that I I learned later. Um, is as far as not to discourage, but at the same time, you have to. Tell them rea- the reality of it is yes, this is what you desire to do, but in the interim of you getting the desires of your heart as far as what you want to do, there is still that responsibility. So I had to step back and say, okay, I'm not going to discourage him, but I'm not going to encourage him to just sit back and wait for that moment or that opportunity to come. And in right. and, and, and the time of me. Not wanting him to be just at a standstill, I also didn't want him to feel like okay, mama and stepdaddy got your back, got my back. You know, it's like yeah, we got your back, but we ain't got your pockets. So <laughs> <laughs> you you need to do something. And he actually said to us one time, "Well, if I have a plan B, that means I'm I'm not sure plan A is gonna work." like whatever but you, you need to have a plan a b c d e f g um just to fall back on and it, it's hard when you you like you said you want to encourage them but at the same time you don't want to become a crutch right to they're not putting forth effort of doing something else in the interim so I guess what we're saying, in, in a sense, well, what I'm saying to all the graduates is like, we as parents know that you have a desire to do something or be something. But in the interim of you getting to that point, you still have to take responsibility or account, be accountable for you. Am I, is that being harsh? No, oh, I think that's being fair considering,
1: you know, especially, like I said, if if they are going to expect some assistance financially or, you know, where, where they're going to live with the parents, you, you have to be fair to both parties. You just have to be fair to both people um, in making the decision. And the hope is that you talk about that prior to graduation. Mm-hmm. The hope is... Um, you know, that you would have a plan in place, A, B, and C, and then, and then you know, pray about what God is leading you to do. But even when God leads us to do things, faith without works is dead. And so it's not like just because it's something God wants for us or has called for us to do that there's not a lot of work and planning. I mean, the Bible tells us to write the vision and make it plain. We have to put our hands to the plow so... A lot of times people will think because it's God's vision for us or our desire, that means, you know, other people have to pay for it or sit back or you don't have to work as hard. You have to work very hard to, to accomplish things. And sometimes you have to do things in the interim until what you would like to happen or what you would like to accomplish gets accomplished.
3: Hmm.
0: Well, and, and what does that look like as a parent when you're thinking to your child okay I'm going to encourage you to pursue your dream because that's something that you want to do but in this and on the flip side of that I'm also going to encourage you to go out and find a job or take a few classes in the meantime and it's not that I I because I know I can just speak from a student. My son looked at it like, well, you don't believe I'm going to make it because now you want me to go out and take some college classes or, you know, get a job. It's like, it's not that I don't believe, but at the same time, reality is life goes on until. Right. Yes. So until that happens, these are the things you still need to to do. Because, like, you're expecting me to continue to go to work every day in order to be able to help you when you get in a pinch. But at the same time, you're thinking, well, I should be able to do, follow my dreams and you, you not have to worry about it. Well, how does that look? Yeah, I think that's
1: exactly what, what you're, I mean, we're agreement. If if I have to do something to be involved in it, then it's not so much it's hindering your dream. It's that you're an adult now. When Mm. you graduate high school, uh, adults have responsibilities, and um, yeah, I do think I will tell you. Students always think that you're trying to hurt their dream, but part of being a parent is also letting them understand responsibility. So it's it's not killing a dream. It's being responsible. And you can still pursue the dream and other things at the same time so that you can eat and sleep
0: and live. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Well, like I said, just to encourage any graduate that is listening or parents or grandparent of a graduate and not sure what to tell them or how to speak to them about um, their next step in life just sit down, like, like Yvette said, sometimes we, you have to sit down and write the plan, write the vision, and just get, talk to them and find out what it is that they want to do, and until they get to that point, what it is that they need to do. Because I can tell you right now, what I wanted to do and what I need to do looked a whole lot differently when I got out of high school. <laughs> so, um, and if we... Talk to our children, our grandchildren, and let them know okay, there's nothing wrong with having a desire to do something that you feel you'll be great at. But at the same time, you have to do things that you may not want, in a sense, like work or go to college until you reach that point. And as an educator, I need to ask you how many times have you spoken to parents who've said, well, their dreams is is just that My, the reality of it is they need to go to college that's just it no ifs saying buts about it yeah
1: you, we definitely hear that but i mean we can't make decisions for people but i remind i remind parents that it it's very different in you know uh K through 12 than it is in college once the child goes to college A parent can pay but they don't get any information they don't get grades they can't call a teacher they can't make them do it so if they don't want to do it uh, it's often a waste of money so Mm. you know if someone's decided they don't want to go unfortunately uh, that's not the best thing to do financially now you, you sometimes send someone and you hope they'll you know fall in love with it and and do a great job, and sometimes students do, but often times because college is much more independent because they are adults. No matter you know what age they are when they attend, they are adults. Um, it's hard if you're not interested in going to college to actually pass college. Hmm. Uh, well,
0: I, like you said, the the option of not going but having to go and then once they're there the parents are not in control anymore because from my experience once i got i started going to college the professors was more or less this is what you got to do don't come at don't call me write me until it's done and it's usually at the end of the semester turn it in take the exam and it's like what but i have questions figure it out so there was there was no interaction with the school calling the parents and uh, did Kim get her work in or is how come I didn't see Kim in class today uh, so you, you have to take that in consideration parents if you force a child to go like Yvette said it could just maybe you throw our money out the window because you won't get fat your child has flunked out until the end of semester, and you don't spend five to ten thousand dollars. Like what? Wait, wait, what? What do you mean flunked out? They've been going somewhere every morning. They've been doing something, you know, in the evening. So, and and I think if we continue to show our children that there are other options as far as in life, um, because I know. Growing up it wasn't you know the college wasn't pounded in our head, but we were told if you wanted to go to college, great, if you didn't, then you will be working now you decide which one you want, so I think it it just we just need to know let them know that there are other options and i I think with some parents they get that whole college tunnel vision that they don't even give their child the opportunity to say, you know This is how I feel about that particular situation, you know, going to college, furthering my education. It may not happen this year, maybe next year, you know, but this is how I feel. And I think a lot of parents want their child to go to college, but at the same time, I think deep down inside we know that's not for them.
1: I agree. I think it's the same with marriage. We we have to do better with our goal setting and vision planning.
0: I would agree with that one hundred percent because I should have wrote down the vision before I got married. <laughs> because what I saw was not reality, and I think a lot of a lot of time people see what they want to see, but in reality, it's like. Uh this I didn't sign up for this. Well, guess what? You did and you gotta deal with it. I'm not talking about our marriage, I'm just saying we just have to find a way to to do better with our decision making. Absolutely. So well Mr. Benton you've been mighty quiet. I know this is a conversation that is kinda taking on different twists and turns.
2: Well, well, it was kind of geared toward the um, the counselor aspect of it, <laughs> and so that was, that's my wife's um, specialty, and I like the fact of, um, like I said, I like the the fact of being able to hear our our children our children's dreams and being able to help them with the reality of the dream and the process of going through their dream, what it's going to take for them to, re- to achieve their dream, and not to just um, kill it, because you can find other jobs that give you the the flexibility of having, you know, paying for this and still be able to work on whatever it is that you, you, you have a desire to do. And if it's not going to college, because like she said, you know, college is not for everybody. And parents, you, you know, the kid wasn't um, doing well in, in high school or didn't really have a, a desire to want to go to college and you push them to go to college, then, eh, and they, like she said, there's nobody going to give you no um, um, talk back or tell you anything about the classes or what's happening with the classes. Um, no one's going to say anything about it. So you end up losing money. I was one of those kids. I wasn't a, a great um, high school student, but I wanted to go to college. I went to college with the same mindset mm-hmm. of high school and then realized, okay, um, I'm about to get ready to flunk out of school. And so flunking out of school wasn't an option because that mean I had to go back home and hear it from my mom and disappointment in her face or in her voice about you know not succeeding in college hmm. and so and I, I think I've done that I did that twice um with getting ready to flunk out so it was a problem
0: hmm. well I thank you for your candidness and I thank you Yvette for sharing you know your experience with with uh, handling co- children uh, transitioning from college excuse me from high school to college and parents that were more or less wanting their child to go to college they're not sure how to encourage without discouraging um, their child or children to to further their education and like we've said more than one time it it may not be for every child if your child is struggling to get out of high school then there may be some issues in college because the the regimen of making sure that the work gets done and that the things that goes on that are required to that you they need to do it gets done so but on that note we have two minutes and if you guys want to share with us is there anything coming up on your itinerary that the listening audience can can take partake in we're doing more and more broadcasts on our Website.
1: My book, Help for the Help Me, is also on our website, geraldandyvet.com, along with webinars we've been doing. So we've got a lot, a lot going on. And um, so we just encourage people to visit our website to see what we're up to.
0: All right. And I personally would like to say to those who have not had an opportunity to check out the webinar that. Yvette offers for women help for the help meet. I I would definitely encourage you to check them out. Um, You can still get the ones from day one. Download it. Listen to it. She has a workbook that is phenomenal that coincides with the Webinar, And also, if you just want to read the book and then sit down and jot your thoughts, she made it that easy. <laughs> and I love it. So, but I want to thank you, uh, Gerald and Yvette, for joining me tonight. And I know this is kind of like a mishmash of education, college, you know, all that good stuff. But it's somebody that needed to hear those words. So I want to thank you both for joining me tonight. And thank Mr. Gregory for getting us on the air and WK Media Services. For making us sound great. So on that note, once again, please check on your elders. We are going into a very hot um, time this weekend, where temperatures are dangerously hot, hotter than they're been. And from what we've got, 129 years on our part. So please check on them, make sure they have what they need, and God bless you all. And catch me next Friday for another episode. Thank you, Benton. This is Kim McClish from Just Put It Out There. This year, we are bringing you an entire new lineup of guests with a new showtime. One thing that isn't new is my attitude. Just Put It Out There features weekly guests who will uplift, encourage, and inspire you. Be sure to listen in on Fridays from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on WGAI 560 AM and Gregory Gospel Radio at www.gregorygospel.com. I dare you to listen.